Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> just recorded there. Um, I was pressing something else. And anyway, I'm recording. Cool. Um, so it's more rambling. Currently, house. So close. Ever so close. It's, it's stressful. It's really bloody stressful. Um, where do I start? So I had an offer put in. Well, actually, I've already talked about this. So where we're at now, we're in May. I need to complete by May. The people who are buying my place want to complete in June. So I'm like, um, no, I need to complete by May. Anyway, they've finally come back with uh, inquiries. A list of 22 questions. This is part two of inquiries. Um, I've answered as many of the questions I can, but there's three questions which are outstanding, which I can't answer. That's for the management company. And they take about three weeks to reply. Um, so it's, it's squeaky bum time because there's not three weeks left of the month. So I have to then possibly get an extension on my mortgage. I haven't yet. The problem as well, because there's two... So I've got two solicitors. One doing the selling, one doing the purchase. I've probably explained it before. I'm not going to explain it now. But... Uh, the people doing the purchase, they have ramped it up very quickly, mainly because I had a go at them um, uh, two weeks ago going, like, you've put June, how is that How is that correct? Like, my mortgage offer ends in May. They were like, oh, they're just estimates, don't worry, don't worry. And then, that's why I emailed them when I was on holiday. Only in the morning, like, you know, not like, it's just, I was also time difference as well, so... Anyway, um, it's anyway. It's just an email because I know some people are like emailing on holidays. Like, yeah, I had nothing else to do. So it's only like two emails going. Uh, what's going on? I haven't got an update from you before anyone starts being like, "Oh my god, enjoy your holiday." Um, oh, I'll talk about the holiday actually. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, emailed. Then they started getting updates. So anyway, it's very squeaky bum time. Um, if they don't reply, I've I've basically emailed everyone going if they and I shouldn't really be doing this anyway. It should be my solicitors chasing, but anyway, I've done it. Um, if I don't get a reply, I've said, what's the plan B? Can they just skip those three questions? Do they need it for the? Is it like the bank asking for it? Can they? You know, are they okay? There's basically one question of a uh, of the deeds. Not the deeds, it's like, it's part of the management pack. They haven't answered a question. Um, which, it's basically saying, is there any work being planned in the next five years? So it says, and then um, there's a question about asbestos. That They reviewed it in 2015, but for some reason they couldn't get access to the ground floor, but they could do the, the two floors above, which seems a bit far-fetched. Um, so there's an up, they want an update. Yeah, the last last asbestos report was twenty fifteen. They're like, um, why couldn't you get access to downstairs, like the ground floor where I'm at? Which does sound a bit weird. It's not like they had to come inside the the property. Um, there was a few questions on like the boiler. That's not outstanding. I've answered that. Where they've gone like, when was the last service? I was like, it's never been serviced. Boilers are supposed to be serviced every year. Um. It works. I think probably with the majority of people, if something's, if it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. 
you know, I guess only when the boiler breaks would you then go, oh, actually. I think there's some tips you could probably do to, like, maintain it yourself. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, I think that also the other problem I have is there's just a lot of costs you don't realise. And I think that's the problem I forget when buying. Because when I bought my flat, there was just all these extra costs I did not know were associated with buying. Because you can budget. They can tell you, right, it's going to cost you two grand in, um, you know, uh, solicitor fees. It's going to cost you extra for the searches, extra for this extra for that if you're with one bank they might include all of that for free or included into your mortgage um or they pay for it um anyway so yeah all these things i said that just needs to be needs to be um well not addressed it's just one of those things that people need to think about buying a house buying any property isn't a straightforward and if you can buy a house even if it's like a small one bedroom house over a flat because flats are just not worth it. Um, it's also, there was a question where very late in the day where they've gone, um, has anyone uh, made an, an offer and then pulled out? If so, why? And so like, you want to complete by June, you're asking stupid questions like that. Which really irritated me. Um, anyway... Actually, I will go on a little bit of a rant now. So with the house, with the flat, I and I, I know I have talked about this before, but the amount of people who came over, so I had it through Purple Bricks originally, that was a waste of money. And, of course, afterwards they've changed their policy, which is always irritating. So they've got like a no no sell, no fee. Um, so, I, so with Purple Bricks, when I joined, they had, you basically had to pay. So you have to pay um, a fifteen fifteen hundred, right? Irrespective of if you sold it or not through them. So you can either pay at the start or pay it after the after ten months, right? Because assuming by then you would have sold. My property did not sell through purple bricks. I had a lot of offers. Um, actually, no, that's a lie. I had a lot of people come over and go, "Oh, I like the look of it." Uh, I did stupidly tell. A family who were looking at my place that at the, at the time when they came to view that my job was at risk so I might have take I might take it off the market shouldn't have done that hindsight I think I did blindsight a lot of people there was one guy who came over with his daughter I think people also with their expectations of flats always is, is always an interesting one because um, the guy came over with his daughter um, he loved it he was, he, this is during COVID times, he was thumbing through everything, I was opening all the cupboards and the drawers, which, you know, may, I'm different. Like, when I viewed any property, I don't really touch anyone's stuff. You know, I'll just let them look. I'll just go, oh, okay, cool, I can imagine what that would look like, as it were. Whereas this guy was here, was going through all the cupboards, with, oh, there's a lot of space. Oh, you've put this here, well, you put that in there. It's like, oh, I would have put, like, the tins of soup on this side, or I put that side, all right, cool. Um, and there's also in my kitchen, there's like a, what I call a hidden storage, which is, um, which I just put gin in. It's like a, it looks like a spice rack, like a big ass spice rack. 
and you wouldn't really notice it. People don't even know it's really here. I guess because they're not going to be thumbing through my shit. Anyway, so I've just put gin there. So there's a lot of bottles of gin. One thing I've noticed is I am an addict for buying bottles of alcohol and never drinking them. Um, one part, one part, part of that reason is because um, I would set up a gin review Instagram page, right, called that gin at what that gymfluencer, right? I like a good pun, um, and the idea is that I would just review gin. Right, show you upcoming gins that are out, showing you pre-mixed cans and literally just any gin-based cocktail or any gin-based drink. I will go here. It is. Buy it. Don't buy it. Right. Um, that was like a little hobby, um, just to keep me not grounded, but just to just just for my own sanity, really. Um, so I want to kind of work out the influencing a little bit better. Um, if I'm going to focus... So I did one on food um, called Emerson Eats. Emerson with two M's, by the way, if you want to look it up. Um, and that's all right. That's Basically, I did two... I did, I think, Emerson Eats first because I said I wanted to do... So 2020, my goal for 2020, I said on the 20th of every month, I would do something brand new and different. Right, so I had a list of stuff I wanted to not achieve, but just do. So I, like one month I get a tattoo, but I film the process like a documentary. Right, so I would be like the twentieth. It was originally twenty. Oh, some some stupid title. Twenty twenty, twenty twenty things in twenty twenty. I think that was originally what I was going to call it. And some stuff. Well, the original idea was I was going to double up and do. So the first two months, it would just be one thing because January, February, no one's really got money. But then after that, I would then double it up and do two things in the same day. So the idea was that by the end of the year, I would have done 20 brand new things. Anyway, um, I'm going to kind of move that to the 23rd. Uh, sorry, the, the next year. So I will ID, ideally do 23 brand new things. And I yeah, I, yeah, it's not like a bucket list, it's just new things to do, to tick off my list, you know. They wouldn't all be, like, massive adventures, they'd be basic stuff. So getting a tattoo, I don't have a tattoo. Passing my driving test or something. Um, so, yeah, so that was the, the next thing. But because I, I, I've got, like, the food page and then the gin only, I guess, I wanted to combine them together, but also wanted to keep them separate. But also don't want to have too many, like, Instagram handles as well. So if I said if I can kind of combine them two together, I will, somehow. Um, anyway, holiday. Holiday was really good. I was there in Cyprus for a week for my friend's wedding. Um, I did, unfortunately, get heat stroke on the, day, the night that everyone was ready to go iron up, huh? I've never had a heat stroke before. It was jarring. Um, uh, yeah, it's really one of those things where a lot of people, I think, probably thought we had been like drinking a lot. We hadn't. Um, we stayed at all inclusive. It's probably a better all inclusive than the one that I stayed in. Um, uh, Benicassim about three years ago. Well, four years ago, I think it was, actually. Last holiday. Um, hold on, I need to take a break. Okay, I'm back. 
Um, so Cyprus was there for a wedding. Wedding was uh, went out without a hitch, but the heat stroke. So I think a lot of people did think that we were me and my girlfriend, girlfriend and I. Um, we just had a lot to drink. Um, so I don't even know how to describe it. Like we were, we weren't really in the sun too much. She was a little bit. I wasn't. So I guess that's probably why. Well, you won't know because you weren't there. Um, so she had. She was feeling a bit queasy, and uh, and then she went. I was like, just go to bed. Anyway, went to bed. But then, like, she was just yakking up. I would be sick. Would be sick. And I was like, "How much can you be sick?" Jesus. Anyway, she was able to go to the toilet, be sick by herself. So I was sat in bed, just watching Italian TV, pretending I knew what they were talking about. Um, and then I was like, "Well, I'll go downstairs for dinner. I'm going to still go out to buy an apple with everyone." Anyway, so I got this uh, chicken uh, shawarma. Uh, I had a salad and I had whatever else. And I was like, oh, coastal. Then I was like, started chowing down. I was like, oh, this is weird. I go, suddenly I feel sick. And I was like, oh, I can't be like food poisoning. I can't be anything. Like, what? What the hell is this? Anyway, I went back to, I was like, guys, I got to go. I go, I, go out without me. I'm not coming. Because I go, this is so weird. Anyway. Um, went back to the room, girlfriend's sleep. Uh, I left the aircon on because she was like, I'm so hot, I'm too hot. Then she was cold, so I then had to, like, t- close the, turn the aircon off. Um, it was so weird. And then suddenly, now I'm like, oh, I don't feel too good. I really don't feel good. So I was like, all right, we're just getting ready for bed now because it's clearly not going to happen. But I was sat upright in bed, I was watching TV, sound down a little bit, playing on my tablet, dual screening. Um, and then I was like, I'm tired. And I was like, oh, now I'm cold. Now I'm hot. Oh my God, I've got what she's got. So then I was like, oh, for God's sake, how, what, what, what's happening here? How do I deal with this? Oh my God, this is going to be horrible. Anyway, um... Then I was like, I'm going to go to bed. So I actually just turned the TV off, for the, well, tried to fall asleep. Couldn't get comfortable. Because literally I'm there, one minute I'm cold, one minute I'm hot. One minute I'm cold, one minute I'm hot. Then I was like, I need to not look up the symptoms. You know, if she's got, if I've got what she's got, I'm not going to get myself paranoid about it. Because if I look on WebMD, as we all know, it will say cancer. So, <laughs> so um... Anyway, longer story short, went to bed, like, fully now asleep, and I'm like, oh, stomach, this isn't... You can feel it in your stomach when you know you need to be sick or you're going to be sick. So I was there, I was like, I'm going to be sick. Let me just make sure I've got bottles of water ready and stuff like that. I start to fall asleep, and then something in me goes, go, go be sick. And I, I literally just about made it. Problem as well is that I realised I don't chew my food. So there's chunks of chicken I'm just throwing up. And I was sick everywhere, pebble dashed. I didn't only manage to lift the toilet seat bit up, not the rim bit. So I'm yakking up all over that. Um, yeah. And this is probably now about... This is early. This is about nine o'clock or something. It felt longer. 
Um, then I was like, oh, I feel good now. Then I was like, nah, not good enough to go out. So, yeah, just went went to sleep. And then I threw up a little bit more. And I was like, yeah, this is it. It's all out. Anyway, next morning, everyone tells us what, what happened. Everyone's a bit sore with their heads. So it was more of a chilled day, which was fine. So we just kind of sat out in the sun. We were definitely in the shade this time. Just making sure we're covered up. Like, it's really weird. It's like, it wasn't hot, hot. It was, it didn't even feel hot. That was a weird thing. Like, when I went to that was in September. The heat there, it was probably still the same numbers. It's probably like 23, well, maybe 27 or something. And it felt hot. But I guess as well, because it wasn't really where the hotel was. It wasn't really on the coast. It wasn't, it was about five minute walk away from the beach which is probably overestimating it a little bit. Um, so we weren't getting the breeze, whereas where we were, we were we were still five minutes away from the beach, if that. But we got a lot of breeze. Um, everyone was trying to analyse it and be like, oh, I hope you're right. Anyway, the next day, everyone got heat stroke. So then they kind of felt our pain. Um, anyway, wedding was good. Two of my friends getting married. It's quite... It's, I, I don't know what it is about weddings. Weddings are quite emotional. Like, I, I had a little bit of a cry. And I say a little bit of a cry. And I got emotional and a tear rolled down my face. That was about it. Like, I weren't sobbing my, my eyes out. It's just... It's always, I guess... I don't know what it is. It's just, it's just a weird vibe wedding. So I've only been to a handful. And of that, have... Two of them have been people I knew, like, knew well. Other than just like when I was a kid, they were family friends, and also I was a kid, I didn't care. Um, anyway, yeah, so that was all good. Um, didn't manage to go to Ireland on our last night. Yeah, not much to report. Well, not much to report on here anyway. <laughs> what happens on tour stays on tour. Um, and yeah, then we came back. Coming back, actually going was the worst, was not the worst part. Um, there was, so in the UK, when we were leaving, you don't have to wear masks. Didn't have to wear masks in the airport, I still chose to wear my mask. But you didn't have to wear it. But the rules in Cyprus were, masks were to be worn in public. Except in outdoor areas, so any indoor areas you had to wear a mask. So, on our plane, they announced you have to show your mask because you need it for the other side. People were kicking off. Why? Why do I have to wear a mask? I don't have to wear a mask here. Why do I have to wear it there? We, it's, you know, this is a UK. We don't have to wear a mask here. And it's like, yeah, the rules for the UK, but over there you need to wear one or it's a fine. Anyway, um, there was a vending machine. And they were being charged £5 for a mask. Uh, it looked pretty basic from, from what I could see. I mean, I had my own mask, so I didn't really care. Um, but anyway, yeah, that kind of slightly... Oops. Slightly delayed the flight a little bit. Um, also, there wasn't enough airside air staff, for whatever reason, at Gatwick. So that also delayed our flight a little bit. Um... 
And then coming back, we had a lot of turbulence. That was weird. I For about two days, I couldn't walk properly. Uh, <laughs> it, I, so I was walking. I got up once on the flight just to go for a wee. Um, and that was... That was... Um, well, I was walking when we had turbulence, so the, the seatbelt side was off. And, yeah, it was just bobbing up and down. I was like, oh, God, this is just... this." It was fine, but then it's like when I woke up the next morning, I still felt... I, I was wavy. It was so weird. I mean, partly because I didn't have much sleep anyway. Because um, I eventually got back here, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I still woke up my normal time. Which is always weird. I don't like that when holidays... I don't like it in general. It's like when I have a lot of, like, two weeks off over Christmas. And I um, I still wake up at, like, six, seven o'clock in the morning, regardless of anything. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's the holiday. Um, I was going to talk about something else as well. Oh, so uh, bigger news. Well, not really. Uh, my extractor fan broke. Uh, in my bathroom, we, we, um, I'm still trying to work out what actually happened, but basically, um, I turned on the bathroom light, it went bang, I was like, oh, God, I then put the fuse back on, and I looked in the bathroom, and there was this smoke, and I was, like, like, literal smoke. I was like, what the hell? But all the lights were still on. Um, I then worked out that the extractor fan wasn't on. I was like, that's really weird. And I worked out that's basically where... Because the lights were still on, so none of the lights had blown, but that had. Um, looked at the extractor fan, it was just caked in dirt. Like, I'm, I don't know... Anyway, it's been fixed. But I don't know, and my friend couldn't work out what it was that basically broke it. Um, was it was it the dirt, or was it just, in general, just end of its life? Um, anyway, I bought a new extractor fan, which was like the model... I didn't buy the exact same model because I couldn't... It wasn't available for prime delivery. So I got the model, a different model. Anyway, this one is uber quiet. The last extractor fan was so loud. But for all I know, it could have always been quiet. But because of all the dirt, that's what like made it really bad. I don't know. Um, one thing I've discovered with the extractor fan is it doesn't actually lead anywhere. It just goes behind the cavity of the bathroom. <laughs> of the bathroom. So, yeah. I, I do need to take a good look at that. I don't think it actually leads anywhere because the roof... There's just no pipes for it to go. I'm really confused at where the fan, where it actually goes. I think it's genuinely behind the cavity. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there's all this, all this dust. It's literally caked with dust. And it's just, it's, it was utter, utter filth. Anyway, um, I just, uh, my, my rants and stuff, which is, I want to be in this flat, a house, sorry. I've just I've I've got plans for like the Jubilee and now those plans are just gonna fall apart. I said I might do something when 
Well, I don't know. I wanted to be in for the G release so I could have a good bougie weekend and not just a sesh at my place, which is probably what's the most likely option. Um, and yeah, I just, yeah. Um, I've got Eurovision this week. Looking forward to that. That's my best mate's birthday. So we combine the two. So I go see him on his birthday and we watch Eurovision. This is around his birthday weekend. Um, so that's fun. I've been watching the semi-finals. I didn't used to watch the semi-finals because I was like, what do I care? But I do forget that it is really... Com- like, the UK, we get... We've won it enough times and hosted it enough times. We're part of, like, the big six with Ireland, Spain um, and a few other countries. <laughs> There's three other countries, I can't remember. But those who've won it more than, like, four times get a free pass. So you don't have to do the semi-final bit. Um, for every year with Eurovision, I find out more and more information about how Eurovision's done. So Eurovision has a three-minute rule. Those songs could be longer than three minutes because in the 70s, there was an Italian song that went on for five. Um, and I think it overran the competition. Um, but the semi-finals is quite interesting because you see all the acts. So there's a few acts, I'm like, oh, that didn't make it. So it's like, oh, I'm glad I've seen that live now. Um, I look forward to the semi-final tonight, part two. Um, and obviously I still see the same acts anyway on the live show. I uh, love Eurovision. I said at one point, whenever it's won, I want to go to that country. I, I don't know if I'm ever in my lifetime ever going to see it be in the UK. If it is, I am getting like VIP tickets. I'm doing the works, so or at least go to a semi-final. I'm so gassed, honestly. Every year, with Eurovision as well, every other year, it's either this song's going to do numbers, we're going to do well, or like, it's the bookie's favourite, or then it's, it's not the bookie's favourite. So that's always one of those things you have to contend with. I'd love to represent the UK as an ambassador for, for Eurovision. Like, genuinely, that would be my dream goal. Because Eurovision's, like, the one. I've always said that the BBC should do a real competition. So, or like the winner of like The Voice when they had it, should have, like you can get the hype from everyone around it. So the winner of The Voice would then become the representative for Eurovision. Because with Eurovision, they used to also do like, a, it was called Making Your Mind Up, where they would have people represent. They do it like a competition. It'd just be one night, they'd wear all these acts down privately and then present you with six people and then yeah the rest is history um but yeah that that stopped and then they just decided i think they've done a deal with universal or something where they pick it industry people pick it and then take it from there eurovision obviously is a little bit corrupt because countries vote for other countries i think last year we didn't give 12 points to ireland which i think they still got points from us. They always get points from us, but it's always like the neighbouring countries will support each other. So it's never really about the ability of the song. It's just like, oh, that's my next door neighbour, so we'll do it. And I think they did try and change the points system before because there was one time where the UK have got nil point quite a few times. I think last year was quite unnecessary because it was actually a decent song. Um... 
But yeah, politics, that's, that's Eurovision for you. I think the year we went to Iraq war, or Afghan war, we didn't do well. And that was quite a good song. I think it was the one with Jade. And then there was another time where, when we left the EU, or when Brexit was like having that vote, so I think it's 2019, or 2018, where we also didn't do well. But again, we had a good song. Um, but yeah, it's just politics. I think, as well, you could have like the biggest act in the world and still not do well, you know. You could probably have like Robbie Williams or something. I don't know why I said Robbie Williams. I always used to say Robbie Williams back in the day, like two thousand and one. Whenever I watched it, it's like Robbie Williams could do this and it still wouldn't do numbers. Um. Because it, it it all depends. I think as well with Eurovision, what you what you tend to notice is that they tend to copy songs from two three years ago. So they will, you know, one country might go, we'll do a ballad, and there'll be loads of ballads. So because uh, Monskin won, which is the first time I've actually worked out how to say their name, because everyone says different ways. There's Maniskin, there's Manskin, but it's Monskin. Um, so there's a lot more rock acts this year because rock won last year. So whether or not that's going to... Well, there's a lot of... There's a few more rock acts this year. I think Sweden have got the Rasmus, which takes me back to Amsterdam, 2005, because they, they kept playing In the Shadows all the time. Every coffee bar that we went, it was... Oh, 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 in the shadows. So I do have an Amsterdam playlist from when I went in 2005. Um, they played Summer Jam, 2003 version. They kept playing that in every bloody club. Same for Pink. There's this, I've lit. I oh another thing. iPad, iPods, have been officially discontinued. So once they're all sold, there'll be no more iPads, iPhones, iPods. See, can't even get my words out. I'm that triggered. Um, I am an iPod lover. I've had several over my lifetime. Um, never had a mini. Um, oh no, I tell. I've got the shuffle. Um. It's just be interesting to see if they still like if it will still sync up to iTunes or not because I have a lot of music on my old laptop. I do listen to me. I mean, I have got now uh, AirPods or Bluetooth headset, um, and that does it does the job. I mean, the problem is like I don't pay for music, so I've got um, the basic uh, uh, Prime audio. Um, and you can never find the song that you want to listen to sometimes. It's like, so for example, like um, Frank Ocean, I've been listening to a lot of TikTok, I've been watching a lot of TikTok and people use the song Lost quite a lot. So then I'm like, oh, I want to listen to Frank Ocean. But they've only got half of Channel Orange on Prime. The, the key songs are not. They're on the Unlimited and you have to pay an extra £4 a month. And I'm like, nah... Which, to be fair, I should, to be honest, because I do like listening to music. Um, I do like creating playlists a little bit. Uh, uh, I could do a music talk. Maybe I will. Maybe I will do a music special. It's, it's just really weird, because I don't commute into work. So that's when I've been listening to music. That's when I'm in my comfort zone. You know, I said that the thing with the iPod, I think they should, like, recommission it and have it like a dumb phone. 
in, in some respects. Like, what the iPod Touch was, was basically where we needed to be with the iPod. You know, iPod Touch was, had 160 gig or something. And you just want something separate because I can't have, like, phones, the iPhone itself, if it was, like, a gig, not a gig, if it was a terabyte, sorry, that would be brilliant. That'd be absolutely brilliant for me. I think now as standard, they starts from 250, 250 gigabytes. And right now, <laughs> my storage is just ridiculous. Because I've, 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 well, so during 2020, I was uploading pictures. And then halfway through 2020, I think probably like July, so literally halfway through the year, I stopped uploading pictures. So my rule is, once I've uploaded it to like Facebook or Instagram, I delete it from my phone. Um, but I guess because of my friendship group and the way stuff is happening, also because of TikTok, I've got a lot of like little short videos, but they eat up into your storage. So I have got the cloud. So I was using everything on Google Pictures. So I had it all backed up there. So I could delete it off my phone. It would still be, there'd still be a backup somewhere. So I could go back and, you know, create a little video and stuff. Because a lot of the time, I don't even know how to describe it. There's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of videos I've got on my phone that I just, I'm like, that's for TikTok. Or I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, I've got a lot of videos from when I was in Cyprus that I said, I'm going to, like, do all these different TikToks and all these different Instagram reels and stuff. Some of them I have done. I'm going to trickle them all out. So I've done a highlight of the wedding, which I personally, it took me, it didn't take me that long because you can kind of edit quite quickly in these apps. But I've done a, a 90 second video and people like it. Um, and I've done loads of other, I've done the one where it's like um, people get up on the plane. Like even before it's docked. So I don't know if you've heard that audio. It's like, what are you getting up for the plane for? The plane hasn't even been connected. They haven't taken your bags off. What are you doing? What are you getting up for? Like the pilot hasn't even got up. Just because the seats, you know, yeah, just because the belt sign's gone off, doesn't mean you have to get up. So I've done a lot of that as well. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I miss... Miss? What are we talking about miss? I don't miss anything. I've done a lot of those things where they're just on my phone. I just need to just have a day where I just delete loads of stuff. I've got a lot of screenshots and stuff that I was going to use for something else and I haven't. And I'm like, just get rid. Just get rid. Like my I, uh, Google photo storage is at capacity. So they, it was unlimited if you did it in like a low res. But then they just scrapped that. So now they want you to pay. Um, you could put some stuff on Dropbox. I think I've got like 100 gig on Dropbox. I think Mega, I've got loads of storage on that. Um, my uh, Google Photos stopped uploading videos. The thing is, I've got like 2,000 videos. And like, some of them are short clips, some of them are long clips. Um, and the iPhone used to do this thing where you could automatically, like, it would create like little highlights of stuff, which is kind of creepy and also not. There was a thing on Twitter where this woman goes, oh, there's all these pictures of my ex that, that uh, Apple keeps reminding me of. I was going to write back to her. It went viral, right? Which is the reason why I saw it. And not many people said the same thing that I was about to say to her, which is, well, just delete them from your phone then. Or like some, so the woman was like, oh, this, my, my ex who was an abuser, um, he... He keeps coming up in my images and stuff. And it's like, well, then just remove the pictures. Then they won't come back up. You know, it's it's not Apple's fault. It's you for having them still on your phone. Like, I've got a lot of stuff where... 
they're blurry pictures. Some of them are deliberately blurry. Some are just like, oh, I'm keeping that for a reason. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but they're there. Um, my, my, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Last thing, work. Oh, yeah. Basically, I've stepped up with work. I've stepped up. Um, I've absolutely smashed it. Like, it's, oh, like, where I was, like, six months ago, on probation, basically, or disciplinary, I was very close to, like, losing my job each time. And now I'm, like, I'm smashing it. I'm absolutely smashing it, and I feel like I'm really good with myself. I feel like I'm in a better place with work. Where I'm like, all right, I've smashed that, I've smashed this, I've smashed this, I've smashed that. Like, try and get rid of me. Honestly, try and get rid of me. Um, I did say, because I was so nervous about everything, I was like, right, I actually am probably going to lose my job. So I was, I said, when I come back from Cyprus, I'm going to start peppering my CV out. Um, just in case the worst case scenario happens. Um, but honestly, so far, so good. Like, I've just been stepping up. You know, I know to ask for help when I need it, which sounds really stupid to say, but... Well, I won't go too much into it just yet, but yeah, I've I've I'm now stepping up and going. Oh, I need help on this, or I've got this, or this is happening in the background, or I, you know, I'm capable of doing all these different things. Um, which is the main thing. That's the main thing I need to. I need to um. Not solve, but this, yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm in a better. I'm just in a better state, work-wise. It's just a matter of if the heads that be are like, yeah, cool, you have done a good job, you can stay. Um, I did say, like to myself, even if they did say to me you can stay, I would still probably leave anyway, just because it's just so much work. Um, and I just, yeah, I want. I think I'm at the point where I'm like, I've done enough here been at this job for six years but we'll see we'll see what happens I'm now getting myself nervous about it I don't know why I brought that up um yeah I haven't really looked at my emails for about three days so much so much work that needs to be done like it's it's ridiculous how much work is still needed to be done in the background as well as still doing your main job anyway I went rant I've got a job I'm getting I'm employed which is really good. I think that's the main thing. Um, yeah, I'm now trying to find new things to talk about, but I don't need to. I don't know why I'm doing this. I think it's just because I, um, I was like, I need to just talk about the house. And, you know, I'm talking about it a lot to everyone else. And I'm like, I need to talk about it to myself so I know what I'm doing. Because, as I said, it's squeaky bum time. Like, I know that the woman who I'm buying from, she's getting married. So, you know, she's probably going to want the house ready. And it all moved out and stuff. You know, so I think she's leaving her job and all of that. So she's moving on to a new life. And I don't want to be the one to hold her back, as it were. Not that it's my fault. It's not. Um, but yeah, contracts have been exchanged. And yeah, we're just we're in a good we're in a good state. Um, just yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna stop because now I'm running out of steam. Um, yeah, done. <laughs>